personal essay that got me into Duke, Vanderbilt, Georgetown, and a couple other schools. Now I will say, looking back, this essay is probably not the reason why I got into Duke. My admissions officer specifically mentioned that it was my drive to look at medicine from a sociological perspective that was the most interesting part of my application, and that it was this interdisciplinary mindset that made me a good fit for Duke. I'll also be telling you why it sucks, but also why it worked as well. And be sure to stay until the end, where I give you my best advice for writing college essays. Anyway, on with the essay. One day, in epistemology class with Mr. Rodriguez, the basis of crime is being discussed. Points are made, but I am unhappy. If a person has a tumor in their brain that clearly caused irrational thinking, can they even be blamed for their criminal act? In that case, isn't all behavior governed by brain activity? Do we blame ourselves or our brains? Are we our brains, or are the brain and body a separate identity? I decide to make my life an unforgiving acquisition of further knowledge, a pursuit I engage in everywhere I go. It only takes one piece of information to fire up my inquisitive nature. Dr. Axelrad, why do you get so heated when insurance companies come up in the conversation? Daniel, all these companies want is money. It costs 20 cents to make this drug. Companies sell it for $1,000. Well, isn't that what insurance is for? How is it so cheap? How are these drugs made? Too many questions, most of them unanswered. And so I turned to books. Flourish, Positive Psychology by Martin Seligman. Angela Duckworth and her grit curriculum. How do you teach or even learn grit? Articles. Honey, the best home remedy for allergies. But how? Honey's found in pollen. Yes, but wouldn't that make you more allergic? YouTube videos. The Daily Stoic. Recently, an online coupon for Wendy's offered a free Dave single with any purchase. Is this real? To test its validity, I purchased the cheapest option, a 50 cent Frosty, and handed the cashier my coupon. It worked. I had a Dave single, normally priced at $5, and a Frosty to go with it, all for 54 cents. Before my first bite, I was in dire need of answers. How does Wendy's earn revenue on such a deal? What does it say about the quality of their options? How are these sandwiches made? Where do these ingredients come from? Needless to say, the burger went cold and the frosty melted to room temperature. Such is the day in my life. Some questions are tougher. Why does world hunger still exist? Leftover food at restaurants? Food thrown out because it expired a day ago? Isn't there an infrastructure to provide this inordinate amount of food to impoverished countries? Segregation was ruled illegal more than 60 years ago. Why is de facto segregation still happening? Don't the ingredients of a melting pot mix together? What went wrong and what steps need to be taken to resolve this unnerving tension on the Crosstown bus? If this is what a bus in New York City, the most diverse city in the world, feels like, what does that say about the United States? Answers seem to never be enough. Each new question raised even more questions. The number of conscious hours I had was no match for my thirst for knowledge. A book has hundreds of references. After I read all hundred, the references had a hundred each themselves. The quest for knowledge had the opposite effect of what I had hoped to achieve. My thirst for knowledge led me to knowledge, yes, but more so, my lack thereof. Aristotle is right. The more I learn, the less I know. I read that the happiest among us are the ones who say it's okay not to know. If that's true, then I'm not happy. Instead, I'm drawn to truth. My unbounded curiosity to answer why after why is what drives me. Deeper meanings behind meanings than the meanings behind those. After all, life is but an unforgiving acquisition towards further knowledge. Now, I'm going to be honest and say that this essay, looking back, Short Cast Club.